Welcome to the new sound of online radio. Welcome to the sound of Universal Broadcasting Network. passionate about telling stories of amazing women who are rocking the world and empowering women to live, love, and thrive. Here's your host, Katherine Gray. Hi, everybody. It's a blissful day today, and you're going to find out why in just a minute. First of all, I just want to know if you're joining our Empowerment Conversation on our Facebook, 360 Karma, and also following us on Twitter and Instagram at My360Karma. So today, I have on an amazing lady. She calls herself the Blissful Millionaire. I mean, who doesn't want that title? I know I do. And uh, she's been seen on ABC, NBC, uh, Fox, and, and many other shows. We are so happy to have Monica Sor no, Monica. Monica Sawyer with us today. So happy to have her beautiful energy on our set. Please give a warm welcome to Monica. Yay. Hi, Monica. I finally got it right. Give you did. <laughs> My husband calls me Unica Monica. Oh, I like that. I like that. That'll help me to remember. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I love the energy you bring in the room. And uh, I know you flew in from San Jose. I did. Yeah. And it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking about your book, Choose Bliss. Yes. And about your your amazing journey uh, to becoming a real estate millionaire and how you help other women and people do that as well. Yes. Um, I, I don't think anybody listening doesn't want to hear the story. <laughs> Yay! We're all curious. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know it started with uh, your your parents were immigrants here. Yeah. And you told me they came here, as as many do, with like $200 in their pocket. $200. Can you imagine? Hard to fathom. Yeah. And yeah. they were newlyweds. They barely knew each other. Wow. Because in India, you have arranged marriages. Oh, okay. So they came from what city in India? Um, Bombay. Actually, Pune. But, uh, okay, yeah. near Bombay. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so they settled in Ohio. They did. Yeah, until they came to their senses. And, I then, know. They, and then at seven, you moved to California, right? That's right. And been here ever since. That's right. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, thank I still goodness. remember making snow no, angels. No offense to the Ohio people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's a lot warmer here. <laughs> That's what we were so, trying to say. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, so... So tell me, how did you uh, end up in real estate yourself? So your dad ventured into real estate first, right? Yes. yes? Okay. So or your parents. It, that's right. So they had heard, but even before they came here, that the golden ticket to wealth in the United States was to buy real estate. Wow, they heard so that. Huh? They heard that. And Speaking we, of the golden ticket, have you ever read Brenda <clears throat> Bouchard's book, The uh, the Golden Ticket? I have not. Oh, my God, it's a great book. So Good. anyway, si that. side note. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Life's Golden Ticket. Yeah. <clears throat> Cool. Yeah. So so they came here, $200, and they wanted to invest in real estate. How do you do that with $200? Like, how did they get started? I'm so... So, yeah. So, Dad, they basically saved nickels and dimes. Wow. Like, you know, they bought their first house together. And Mom, you know, she's an MD. My mom's a doctor. Oh. But she took her beautiful Indian fabrics and, like, sewed curtains for the house and cushions for the sofa so they could save wow. every single so nickel and dime. Does that mean you're frugal? Are you frugal? I'm not. 
You're not. (laughs) (laughs) We're either like our parents or we're the opposite, right? I don't know that I'm necessarily the opposite, um, but I... I just have a different attitude about right. money. So it's right. not that I spend a lot of money, but I, I'm not frugal. I wouldn't call myself that. So let me ask you this. Was she a doctor in India or did she become a doctor here? She was a doctor in India. Oh, um, so, okay. Which is really unusual for women in her time. Yes. So, oh, yeah. She was know, a trailblazer. totally a trailblazer. Yeah. She's so like you got that DNA. That's right. Yeah. She's an amazing woman. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's all about um, the empowerment of, of, of women. So she brought up three very strong daughters, which I'm grateful for. So So, what kind of jobs were they working? They're saving up. They bought their house. So it started with buying a house. They bought their own house. Mm -hmm. And then I was born and they were like, we've got to create the life for this child. And so they like really saved. And they eventually, when I was about three, bought their very first rental property. And then it kind of grew from there. Yeah. And then when I turned 18, they paid for my college education. Wow. From real estate. Wow. So, and then they did the same for my two sisters. Then they paid for our weddings. You know, right. like they've done a lot. Yes. And um, this is sort of fast forward, but now they live in a four bedroom house on a lake so oh, that us girls beautiful. can come home whenever we want. Nice. And they're living the lifestyle they deserve after all those years of oh, hard work. Oh, that is wonderful. Right. And that, don't we all want that for our parents we so, and for yeah. ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so it was really inspiring for me. Right. So, um, but what, you told me he sat you down and gave you some really good advice. He did. He did. So right when I got out of college, yeah. I was trying to figure out my life. Yeah. And um, I wanted to follow in their footsteps, but I had seen my dad stressed out mm-hmm. about real estate we've all heard the horror stories right yes um and so i didn't want that yeah um so i was really afraid Mm -hmm. and i remember sitting down with my dad trying to figure it out and telling him how scared i was and he said to me monica everybody has fear and everybody has money issues do you want poor people money issues or are you going to conquer your fear and have rich people money issues? Right. And it is two different issues. There's two different issues. Yeah. And yeah. everybody's got them, right. you know? It's just how do we choose to deal right. with that? It's almost like that rich dad, poor dad philosophy. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, so he inspired you to get into real estate. That's right. That's right. And what was your first venture into real estate? So my husband and I bought our first house together. Mm-hmm. That was easy. But then when I wanted to buy our next house, or when we did, um, I needed to decide whether I was going to become a landlord with my old property or I was going to sell it. Um, and because of that conversation with my dad, I decided to hold on to it. Now, I will say my very first venture into real estate was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It was hard. Right. It was what everybody thinks it is. Yeah. Right? And if anybody's been around long enough, we've all been in that situation where the market falls and you end up holding mm-hmm. the bag and it causes a lot of bankruptcies for people. So right. that's, I think, a lot of people have that mindset about venturing in over their head. Right. So how did you navigate that? Because I think this is invaluable information for our listeners who grapple with that. They, yes. they want to have wealth. They want to invest in real estate. But like you said, they're fearful. But they're fearful for a good reason right. because people have been burned by it. So help us out with that. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So you're right. You're putting a lot of money in and it can be really scary. Mm-hmm. The thing that you have to really understand about real estate is it's a long-term play. 
Right. A lot of people go in there thinking it's going to appreciate in two years, mm -hmm. or I'm going to flip this house, or whatever it is that they want to do. They want to right. make quick money. Right. The reality is that real estate cycles. So if you give yourself enough time, you can recover from anything that happens. Right. So I'll give you an example. I bought a place for a million dollars in 2008 at the top of the market. Within six months, I had lost $300,000. Right. But I had a long-term plan. So I rented it out. Rents were good because people weren't buying houses. Right. And I carried it. Now, I've, you know, I'm over that, well right. over that, right? right? But it's taken time right. to recover. So whenever you're investing in real estate, you this have is to have time. give yourself as much time mm -hmm. as you can. It's it a almost seems the same strategy. for whatever investment you do. Yeah. Even if it's stocks, it is over time. Yeah. Even and though the thing I know is, you're an advocate of real estate, but I no do both. Yeah. I yeah. do both. Oh, and perfect. actually anybody who's going to talk to me, who talks to me is going to find out that I'm very conservative. Mm -hmm. You need to have liquid assets mm -hmm. because real estate will make you really rich, but it's not liquid. Right. So, for instance, in a time when things are crashing and things are going wrong, you want to be able to have some money to, to buoy you up right. through the hard times, right. right? Right. And it is cyclical. So, you know, it's if we've been around long enough, we've seen it go, all go up and we've seen it all go down, whether it's a housing, housing market or the stock market. Right. And, um, when it's just going up, 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 and everybody's saying, oh, it'll never go back down. <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> right. I mean, it's at an all-time high. There's just no way it's never going to recalculate. It will always, cor yeah, it it will will always, always correct. correct. Yes. Yeah. But right. if you give yourself time, you'll recover. And in general, in real estate, and this is not 100% true in all the markets, but in general, you're, over time, it has an upward trend. So even the corrections are not oh. going to correct all the way down. Like the story you just told us. Right. Where you bought for a million, it went down <clears throat> 300000 Mm -hmm. And then, but then it came up and surpassed that because right. you held on long enough. The problem is, I think most people, when that million dollar home went down to 700, they sell it and say, oh, well, I took a $300,000 loss they rather than out. waiting it out. That's and right. And that's really the secret sauce. Right. It really it is out. about it's a 20, emotional like mastery. Like a 20 year. I would ten, say 10, 10 is year. fine at least. Yeah. And that's not sexy. Yeah. People want the two year or the oh, I made a hundred thousand dollars in two days flipping a house, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And people do. Right. But it's not the norm and it's not, you know, as And it's the truth is this. Yeah. You can do stuff like that. You're going to be much more successful if you understand the way real estate works. Right. And most people who get into it and think it's really sexy, they just don't understand how things really work. Right. You know? So I've done it. Yeah. Right? But I had been in the market for 10 years already. Right. I kind of understood how things work. So right now, some of the listeners, viewers mm -hmm. may be saying, I hate her. Oh, <laughs> I hope not. Because, because they want to be millionaires, and it's, and it's like, how did she get from here to there? But we're going to tell them about your story because okay. it wasn't an easy road to where you are now. Yeah. Yes, you are a blissful millionaire, and you have written a fantastic book called Choose Bliss for everyone to enjoy. But I do like to go back to the struggles everyone has to get to where they're at, yeah. and you have had your share. And I want to share that with our audience because people will relate to that. So tell me a little bit about 
you know, your high school days and getting to where you are before you are in this happy marriage and happy life. Yeah, thank you. So, um, yeah, so I was born in Ohio at a time. This is going to date me because it's not like this anymore, but I was the only non-white person there. Right, wow. And so I was really humiliated, bullied, tormented constantly. Wow, that is so hard to believe, isn't it? It is really hard. Just being the person I am and, uh, you know, I don't have any... You know, I don't, I, I love diversity and I don't see that. I just, I can never understand how people uh, have a problem with it. You know, it just baffles me. And but we're the, so grateful that it's not like that anymore as right, much. So right. it's really good. Yeah. But anyway, so that's kind of how I grew up. So wow. I grew up scared, mm. thinking people weren't going to like me, trying to be a pleaser and depressed. Um, when I got into high school. And I can't imagine you depressed. Like, what a sad thing it is with the beautiful light that you have that you were feeling depressed. But, you know, it, especially with children, it happens. And, it happens. Yeah. And the thing is that we can pull out of that. Right. Right. And yes. that's kind of what this journey has been because right. truly finding my happiness has been my life journey. Right. And that's where it started. And in a way, that was a gift. Yes. Right? Yes. So when I got into high school, the bullying took a new form of always doing bad things to girls Mm -hmm. because I was a pleaser. Right. And so then I went away to college and I thought, finally I'm out of there. I I have a new life and a new start. That kind of bullying happened again. Then I was in a horrible car accident and became a cripple. What what does that mean? Um, So I was in a really bad car accident. Um, This was not my fault. Right. And my um, hips popped out. My legs got crushed. Oh, my um, gosh. So I couldn't walk. So, um, as you know, I started dancing when I was five. Dance was my life. I wanted to be a professional dancer, and now I couldn't even walk. Oh, my gosh. So, um, horrific thing. It was horrible, and that's its own, like, big story. Its own journey. But, yeah. um, You know, everything in life can empower us, but I will tell you, that was really, really hard. And I felt like life just kept getting worse. So, Mm -hmm. I did what many of us do. I got married because my man was going to fix it. And as much as he wanted to, and as amazing as he is, he couldn't fix my life. I had to do that. Right. So I um, went into a huge depression, and for about two years, just down, down, down. And then I remember one morning, I had been in bed for a week crying, because that's what depressive people do. Right, right. And And it covers over my head. Yeah, and everybody, I think, in life, at some point in their life, most people have... they have related to some re- yeah. level of depression right. yeah. or sadness. Right. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, it just keeps getting worse. Like, I can't do this. Right. And um, I heard my mom's voice in my head, and she's like, Monica, you have to go outside and get some air. You'll feel better. I hear yeah. my mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Is she still with you? She is. Aww. Yeah, thank yeah. goodness. Um, so I push the covers off my head, and I try to get out of bed. And my legs are so weak, they won't hold me because I'm still recovering. So I fall to the ground. And then I just sit up against my bed crying. Like, and and I prayed. I just basically said, God, you know, I can't keep doing this. So either have mercy and take me home or show me how to live. And about an hour later, a girlfriend who hadn't called me in years, this is so random, I say oh this was gosh. the gift from God, Wow! she calls me to find out how I'm doing and turned me on to her coach. And he brought me back to life. Wow. 
So he reminded me that as children, we're all born as these little bundles of bliss, right? Yes. We're so excited to be alive, oh, all yeah. the things we're going to learn. Yeah, I see and, that in our grandson. Right, right. Like yeah. there's, there's just perspective, yeah. right? And then as we grow older, we learn how hard life can be right. and how mean people can be. Yeah. And we lose a lot of that joy. Right. And not everybody, but many of us. And so he reminded me that that's where we start Mm-hmm. And we can get we can get that back. Wow. Now on my journey, I was a self-help junkie, right? Because yeah. I wanted to find a better way. Right. So I had a lot of like wisdom already, right. but it was sort of applying that wisdom into my life to make it work, and right. that's what he brought to me. Right. Um so together we lifted me back up. Right. And um So we do have that within us. Sometimes it's a matter of just tapping into it and applying it. That's right. And right. that's why I wrote the book. Right. Because I've developed those strategies and I became an executive coach and I've taught a lot of people these strategies on how to tap into it, how to choose it. Right. Because here's the thing. We can't control what anybody does to us. We can't control the world. We can't control what happens. We can always control how we choose to respond. Right. Right. And. And putting yourself in a place that you have that emotional resilience and emotional mastery, Mm -hmm. that you can make those choices when they need to be made. And that's what the book is all about, is those strategies and techniques to do that. I love that. I'm a big believer in that we choose and create our own fate. Right. And that uh, everything in our life from the time we get up in the morning uh, is a choice. You know, we can choose to be happy, be kind, be loving, and all of those things manifest into a bliss. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so, and so you wrote the book so you could reach more people. That's right. As a coach, I could only do so much. Right. Right. So the book allowed me to get the message out to more people. And boy, I have been so pleased at the reception it has gotten in the market. I love it. Um, So thank you, everybody, for paying attention. (laughs) It's so important. That's what life's about. It is. Being happy, being joyful. That's why we do everything we do. So now I know you're also a big proponent of... Uh, it's okay to manifest wealth because then that allows you to give back and do the things you love. Right. Now, I know your passion is to help children in India. Yes. Yeah. And so you use a lot of your proceeds toward that to give back, which I always love, you know, on this show, really about having on women who are successful Mm -hmm. that are giving back and paying it forward. Right. Like that's what I think we're meant to do here. But in your very work that you do, you're actually giving back and paying it forward because you're helping people to find the bliss and that's and, right. and uh, do what they love. And so that yeah. they then can yeah. focus. Yeah. Like if once you've got that money piece handled, yes. you can then focus on right. what is it your passion your passion about? What's your mission? Who do you want to serve and right. how? Yeah. And that's what it allows for me, right? I can go to India and yeah. help the children. Right. I can support that school monetarily. Right. Right. Um, for me, it's a really big deal that right. women in India uh-huh. become equal. Yes. And so we're building. And here too. Right. I know. <laughs> and fortunately, we've made a lot more headway here. We but have. it's happening there. But part of what the. You know, we say, you say we've made a lot of headway here, but the disparity is still staggering. It is. You it know, is. the number of CEOs in tech companies, 5% women, you know, in our government, not even 20% women. I mean, the disparity here, I've granted, better yes, than yes, India yes. and some other countries, but. 
Uh, I'm so excited that we're on this women's empowerment mission and journey to have more gender parity. Yes. And thanks to people like you that are helping raise women up and empower them, I know we're going to accelerate that path. Right. Yeah. You know, there's a philosophy in this school that I'm a part of, mm-hmm. um, which is it's not just girls in the school. Mm-hmm. Because if you take a girl and you educate her and then you throw her back into a community, she's going to get beaten down. Yeah. It's really important yeah. to educate the, the men too. The boys I too. absolutely am a big yes. proponent of that. Yes. And so that's what this school does is it educates the boys and the girls oh, about equality. That. Oh, that's great. So yeah, and we do yeah. get a lot of that. Is this here. back in your hometown by any chance? Um, no, it's in Bangalore. It's affiliated with oh. a temple that I've been going to here oh, in the United States. Beautiful. So, yeah. Great work you're doing. Thank you. So um, you have a website. Yes. Um, and it is blissfulinvestor.com. Okay, so blissfulinvestor.com. I would go to that to be able to connect with you and find out information about how uh, one could learn to be an investor. Yes, okay. absolutely. So my book is on there too, so you'll be able to find that, mm-hmm. um, which I highly encourage. It's yeah. available on Amazon. Yeah. But the um, Blissful Investor, if you go there, the thing that I have there for people is a gift, yeah. which is how did I start with $10,000 uh-huh. and grow it to multiple millions of dollars? I love that. The whole strategy, like so, year by year. So anybody can start. Anybody can start. Yeah. It's available to all of us. And in right. the United States, we're rewarded for doing that in right. so many ways. Yes. So you think no matter what profession someone's in, whether they're a nurse, a lawyer, mm-hmm. or working at the shoe store, or whatever their right. job, that everyone could be a real estate investor to help build their wealth. Right. And, and, what, I, and what I want to say about this is that it can be stressful. Mm-hmm. So learn the strategies. You can learn them from my book. You can learn them from working with me. Learn the strategies on how to make it blissful. Because I know you said when you got into this, you said... I do not want to be in a burnout position. That's right. You know, this is part time. Right. And now you've been doing it for like 25 years mm-hmm. and you said that you work like 10, 15 hours a month or something at it. And so that's something doable for anybody. So even if they have a full-time job to put 10 or 15 hours a month into their real estate, um, seems, seems, yeah, a month sounds yeah. very doable and uh realistic right yeah and then keeping the strategy so that it's low stress low time so that it doesn't intrude on your life so you can do those other things you know Uh, curious this Mm -hmm. market of los angeles is very expensive yes so it seems like a barrier of entry to a lot of people Mm -hmm. they say only 12 percent of people in los angeles can afford to buy a home Mm -hmm. what would you suggest to someone like that buying outside of the market you can. I mean, I have you here. I'm going to pick yeah, your brain. Yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I live in the Silicon Valley, so yeah. it's also very, very expensive. So yes. I get this question quite a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, here's the thing. Save money, buy your own home. Right. Start there. Right. But, because but once you have that, what if you're in an expensive market? So yeah, but you buy can, it in another market? or Well, I would actually say find the ways to buy, because your primary residence you can get for 3% down. Right. You can get for 5% down. Right. Primary residence is really easy to get into. It still takes, you have to save money, but you can use your 401k for that. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of government programs, right. first-time home buyers. But what about an expensive market where, okay, you get the down payment, but still the monthlies to be can be really high. Yeah. 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 
I would say, you know, if you want to go to another market, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I like to stay in a market that I understand because then I've got my, my thumbprint on the pulse right. of it. So everything you invest in is in, in your area? It is. It is. It always has been. And I've just yeah. bitten the bullet. It's hard. Yeah, I have other you know? uh, women millionaire friends that are in another state, and they do only buy in their market that mm -hmm. they know. So that's uh, interesting advice. Yeah. So it's um, hard. You know what? It's hard. Yeah. It's always been hard. It will yeah. always be hard. Right. You have to make a decision about what your priorities are. Right. You know? But it is a pathway to wealth. And if you want to learn it and study it and uh, do you, so your program assists people with it does. Uh, educating them on how to get from here to there. That's right. Beautiful. And I, so I've got a two day workshop that teaches you sort of how to do it blissfully. Is this and online or, or, or in it's person? Both. both. It's virtual Perfect. live. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so I've got clients from Canada and, and England and yeah. all over the United States. Yeah. And then we also do a mastermind that helps people to actually take action I because love that's it. the thing. Unless you act, nothing happens. So blissfulinvestor.com. Yes. And they can pick up your book choosing bliss choose bliss choose bliss yes and uh they could take your workshop if they're really interested in finding out about yeah. how to become a real estate millionaire yes yeah. just like me okay <laughs> beautiful yeah. well i love it and your enthusiasm is contagious and uh love having you on the show and i'm glad that you're helping empower other people thank you beautiful so much thing. yeah thank you well we will be back next week uh with another wonderful guest uh, just love enjoying bringing you these powerful and empowering women every week and uh, hope that you'll get empowered yourself by joining us on our website. We believe in creating your fate and connecting you with resources to help you do that. So we will see you next week. Hugs and happiness. Have a, make it a great one.